0: Yeah, so this guy was a major thought leader. He yeah you know for the organization and now he's not. Dead. So now he's dead. A pile of blood. So do you think they
1: could have just knocked down <laughs> the door and said, "Hey, we got you. Come with us?" No. He would have blown himself up and everything around him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But they he was alone. No, he wasn't. Oh, well, I, they bombed the house and he's dead, but no other civilians, nobody else was hurt. They
0: used they used a modified Hellfire missile. Uh-huh. That doesn't explode. It literally puts out a bunch of knives and it sliced the shit out of him.
1: That's fucking badass. I love you, America. I love being American. Keep doing that shit.
0: So literally, <laughs> he was the only he was the only casualty in this mission. And and it's and and so I'm actually really impressed with what what they did. You know, That's using badass. this modified Hellfire missile in order to do this.
1: I love that. And Joe Biden did that with COVID.
0: It is time now for something positive.
1: We might be headed to the promised land the of promised speaking land. the truth the land. and finding yeah. our external liberty once we internally
0: liberate ourselves. The problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Of conscience because of conscience. that is how it works. This is
1: the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here. And that's why we rally, we rally, we rally, we
0: rally, We've gotta be that creative minority. Created minority. Creative minority. Find minority. a way to minority. get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Well, Franklin, I know we've gotta do something. Do something. Do
1: something. All right. Welcome back to Public Access America. Hey Jeffrey. How are you doing? How was
0: your week? Oh, you know, it's still busy as ever. It's Isn't you know, it? but I've been—I've actually been doing some fun stuff. I—I um, okay. I, I took apart my old Xbox and I've been upgrading it. <laughs>
1: I did that too. Yeah, I did. That. So well, I had to fix it because it was like getting the red light, and I had to do the green light challenge thing on it. Press it three times, and do, and it worked for a long time.
0: No, I actually, I've gotten it to where I can I can take my Xbox apart, uh, disassemble it, reassemble it uh, completely, and have it back up and running inside of 10 minutes.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Why would yeah. you do that for? Do you upgrade it, you said?
0: Yeah, I upgrade. I put a new hard drive in it. Nice. And so, so basically, like, I'm going to transform my room. Um, so I'm going to have, I bought a new TV that's going to go up on my wall. Uh, I bought a series X a while ago, so I got a 4k TV for 4k gaming system and I'm going to have, you know, my gaming setup in here. So that way I Love can, it. that way I can, I can play some video games and, you know, everybody else, if they want to, you know, they don't have to go hide in a room or I don't have to kind of like interrupt everybody else's lives. You know, if they want to hang out in the, yeah. you know, in the living space, they can, they don't have to worry about me, uh, messing with things, you know, or they and can hang out with a, you too. Or they can come in and hang out with me and we can all game together or you know because we all have two xboxes you know we can you know one set of people can game over here and i can game with them in here and you know we also got switches and all that other fun stuff i loved
1: about that when i was losing my sight i still loved to play but i couldn't play with my friends On the same tv because it would split screen and it would be too small for me so when Mm -hmm. xbox did that and i could go home and play with my friends and see the whole screen like that and sit like in front of the tv and see i loved that that was
0: great oh yeah yeah so you know that's uh so for me it's it's been a fun little challenge to take apart uh the xbox and figure out how it works and (laughs) there's a few things that i there's a few things that I still need to work on. Um, there's a few things that aren't working the way that I want them to. And so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go in and, and check a couple of things, uh, right after, uh, just to see what happened, but it's functional now. Hmm. And, uh, I essentially, I just need to, uh, I just need to, there's a couple things I need to look at.
1: Okay. Well, so. everybody listen to the shows and, um, we have commercials at the end of our shows and that that'll help us build up enough money to get Jeffrey a PlayStation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want that? <laughs> now, I, you know, funny enough, I, I was originally a PlayStation gamer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I had, them I had both actually. I had honest. the PS.
0: I had the PS One, and then I got the Xbox. Mm. And ever since I had the Xbox, I've been an Xbox gamer. I my I don't like the PS controllers. Like if, like if I had uh if I could do a PS with like an Xbox controller, I'd probably be happy. At, you know, playing PS games as well. Okay. Um, but that that was the biggest thing is like I the the controller for me on an Xbox feels more natural right. than the controller on on the PlayStation and I always had problems with the PlayStation controllers
1: I always had a problem with the Nintendo controllers so I get it I started with an Atari 2600 those controllers oh, yeah. were little blocks
0: <laughs> yep <laughs> with,
1: the, with the yeah with the so I'm yeah Colecovision remember those things the oh Se- yeah Sega Genesis yeah uh
0: I I had an in television
1: but I think I went PlayStation till so I went blind PlayStation 4 PlayStation 3 I think
0: um so yeah so for me like messing around with the xbox you know the old xbox and upgrading it has just been fun and of course you're like like well you got to be careful because the warranty and i'm like this thing came out in 2012. like (laughs) i'm not worried about the warranty on this thing i'm worried about the hard drive going out and that you know what if the hard drive goes out on that thing that sucks because then you know i don't have I don't have the ability to game on that thing anymore or, that's you know, sick. at least, you know, have everybody else be able to use it. Hmm. And that's the thing is like, you know, my series X is being used as a streamer right now. And it's like, that's not what I want. <laughs> I was going like, to ask you that is you an expensive Netflix. expensive Netflix. Yeah, it's a, that's an expensive Netflix platform. Wow. How much is that? Well, you know, it cost me about 700 bucks total for okay. the, because I got, I got control. I got a, uh, let's see here. So, the Series X came with a controller, came with an additional controller, a uh, $50 gift card, and there was something else I got with it too.
1: You don't have to um, justify it. If it works for all of your needs, it's priceless.
0: Right. And that's the thing is, is like, so, you know, and I have an unopened controller that, you know, will come in here with me and, you know, they can have the controllers out there that'll be mapped to the old Xbox. Yes. Yeah. And mine will be, you know, my Xbox will be in here, um, so that way, you know, when the the horror games I'm looking forward to playing come out, I'll be able to enjoy those.
1: Fuck. and then you can review horror movie shows, horror shows.
0: Horror, horror horror games. games. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because this winter is going to have some fantastic horror games, and so it'll be dark here. I'll have the lights off. It's going to get fucking spooky. I love oh, it. That is the coolest uh yeah
1: well tell me about a game i sh- I watched a show on hulu i wanted to shout that out actually yeah what's your first game what's the first horror game you're gonna buy i want people well, to buy it maybe they'll start playing maybe there are three there Xbox are three games playing.
0: there are three games that are coming out this winter that i'm gonna be playing uh there's the dead space remake remaster mm. i loved the original dead space yeah and there's been a lot that they're saying that they're going to do with the, the newest version of the, of dead space. So I'm really excited for that. So like the tram system, like there's going to be the tram, but what they're also saying is, is that, you know, they want to make it so that way you have to walk the distance of the ship at, at sometimes. Wow. Like, so meta, you
1: have like more of a metaverse.
0: So, yeah. So because that wow. ship is huge and there's so much that you could do in that ship. And, you know, you were always restricted to, you know, the chapters and the, the, you know, having the tram be your transition between chapters. Okay. So to me, it's awesome that you're going to have this potential to really explore a ship because I mean, you know, you were just limited by the technology at the time. And I am stoked for this because I want this thing to be spooky as hell. Cool. I love Um, it now the makers of the original dead space game have their own studio there's a bunch of uh the old dead space crew that they have their own studio now and they have made a game called the callisto protocol and this looks fucking spooky as hell so this is a
1: new original right this isn't like a franchise
0: no so dead space is owned by ea um the callisto protocol was a bunch of the um, uh, a bunch of the people who worked at Visceral when nice. it was owned by EA and before it closed, and so now they have their own studio and they're putting this game out through you know through their own channels, and I'm stoked for that. Like that is going to be so exciting. I loved I loved uh, Dead Space so much, and you know it was always a little bit of a bummer that they went more towards action. I wanted them to go more towards horror. I wanted right. this shit scary as fuck
1: scary is not marketable though you know what i mean it should understandable. be understandable that's where i want my scary is in my video games
0: that's i think that's where i i actually love horror is is that you know horror movies it's like okay loud jump scares you know yeah. you're gonna get god eventually but you are never really afraid right but with a horror game like you can't just look away you, <laughs> you have to play through it right and so like what you saw with some of the horror games that were you know coming out it, you know was this idea of you know you can't get away from it you know as the technology expanded and the games became bigger you could do more with them oh. so like pt one of the greatest things like why pt was you know has left a taste in all of our mouths was is that kojima did something brilliant with pt the what was going to be the next silent hill game this little hallway that you walked through every single time something little would change just just a little change and so it was like a descent into madness so as something little would change you know it would spike the hairs on your neck so you'd walk through again something little would change and then soon you started seeing bigger changes that were meant to like you know, get your heart rate pounding, but then you would go back to these little incremental changes, and so you, like you're constantly on edge. It's like, what the fuck's going to change now? And then That's something cool. big would change, and then you know it would like get your heart really pumping. And then something little would change, and little would change, and little would change, <laughs> and then it'd scare the fucking shit out of you.
1: Silent Hill is the last like game that I finished,
0: so that is one of the one of the biggest things that i like felt so like upset about with pt being you know p you know that silent hill game being canceled was is that that game had the potential to scare the ever loving shit out of people right like my my roommate's boyfriend at the time uh him and i played it together and like Four hours into it, he hands me the controller, just tears streaming down his face. He's like, "I can't play this anymore," and he's shaking.
1: That's cool. That's where I wish video games would go.
0: And that's what I want. Is like, I want horror. I want to feel the fucking hair stand up on the back of my neck when I'm, you know, going into these places. You know, I want to feel. I want to feel like that sense of falling into madness. Yeah, I want to feel that sense of like, you can't look away. You can't, all you can do is run or you have to try and fight and you have to figure, because eventually it's like, eventually that initial fear factor goes away and you're like, all right, fuck, it's a puzzle. Okay. How do I get out of this?
1: Right. That's where my mind goes. It's always the puzzle. It's not the scenery, you know?
0: And so that's one of those things like, I, you know, as, as gaming develops, I think there's going to be a, a, a massive, massive you know, surge in horror games because I you're going to be so. able to do things. You're going to be able to do things that you haven't been able to do.
1: I think Ukraine shows people that playing war is stupid. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? And maybe they should go for a horror
1: or something. There was a game bully where you just had to go to school and then you had to pass the class and then you had to ride your bike somewhere else. And it was like the most tediously stupid game. And I was like, that's why educational games don't work at you know? Yeah. But horror i think i think that rocks
0: well if, you know i think one of the things that you know we always loved about gaming was is you you're either looking for a puzzle you're looking for an adventure right or you're looking to get the shit scared out of you mm-hmm. and and realistically it's like you know puzzle We're impressed games
1: are, final fantasy know, i was just impressed with you know
0: Oh yeah. You know, and so you have all of this possibility out there of things that you can do with these games and it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's wonderful. That's I, and I love it. I love the, I love the fact that it literally, you know, you can go any which direction with so many of these games. Right. Um, I love, I love big adventure games. I love getting lost in games and knowing that, you know, I can legitimately just, you know, have so much time exploring this beautiful scenery that somebody has created like that's one of the reasons why i loved like oblivion and i loved skyrim was is that there was just so much you could explore right my biggest complaint it, was is that there just wasn't enough and but you're but limited yeah. by the technology of the time
1: right we used to play and it would be like get into a ship watch 10 minutes of this amazing video come out into a game you know, it was there was it was just disjointed. So would you would you get a VR headset and go into the metaverse? No, or, or is that just too real?
0: No, it's not. It's not real to me. That's okay. that's like here's the thing: is like for me, it's about escape. Like, and and adventure gaming, horror gaming is an escape, right? You know, I do like puzzle games. I I do like puzzle puzzles are fun simply because like I like. To you know i like to challenge how much i know right and my ability to solve these things
1: but you don't want like, to actually get into the universe go to walgreens get your prescriptions and then they're delivered
0: like you know, you know what i mean no
1: no okay no
0: like to me like the thing about vr is is that i do like from a business perspective i see where there could be some really cool possibilities yeah you can go to a concert
1: with other people you know mm-hmm. you can you can do these amazing yeah that's what they're building
0: yeah i mean that's it's just not the same though
1: no i get it It, because it's all virtual people doing virtual things but it it's the universe just virtual what i thought was interesting was that the guy got in a car and drove and that's not something i can do in real life i don't know uh, if i could do it with a vr headset
0: (laughs) 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 for me like what i see as possibilities with vr headsets there was somebody who is basically you know because right now like for those of us who work, you know, uh, where our work requires multiple screens because we have multiple things open, uh-huh. what I what I've seen people doing is using VR headsets, but now they have multiple screens open doing different things around them so like if i'm i could be working on something over here but then look over here and check the status of something else and look down here to see if somebody's on that i need to be talking to look back over here like to me like there's some really cool business possibilities where instead of buying multiple screens you got a vr headset
1: yeah that's cool
0: and then that way it's like you can sit down and or stand up and you can work on whatever it is you're working on, Mm -hmm. you know, and be able to look down and see where your fingers are at on the keyboard, but then look up and, you know, it's like, okay, I can see what's going on in this screen. What's going on. I, you know, I need to move this screen out of the way. I need to pull this screen down because I need to work on this. Like there were some really cool things that people were doing with that. It's like, okay, now I need to take these and scoot them out of the way. I'm going to expand this screen. So that way I can just kind of see what's happening to me. I, I see like, from a business sense i see some very practical applications on uh for how people can do certain things like i think it's absolutely fantastic you know what they could potentially do and i think that there eventually will be a case for using those headsets in in that regard
1: that's cool once they once they shrink i mean they're a little heavy right now aren't they they look a little bit bulky
0: they they're a little heavy they're a little bulky a little pricey Little pricey. The strain, you know, the 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 physiological strain that you have to deal with is is not That's exactly real. ideal. Right. But I think, like you know, as you work on the ergonomics of it, like uh-huh. you'll, it'll, you know, it'll force you to have to sit up straight because then you know, you, you know, you don't, you'll, right. you'll. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> But there was
1: the Google glasses. Google Google claim, came out with the Google glasses. So, once one grows and the other shrinks, it'll meet at a happy medium that's like lightweight on your face.
0: It'll yeah, it, it's it'll get there one way or the other, and that's you know it's just technology takes time uh, yeah. for people to realize its benefits, and that's just the reality of it.
1: I think it would make a great dating tool. You know, first date. I don't want to. I don't want to meet you in public, but I still want to get to know you. Go in the VR world, meet somebody for coffee, hang out, see if you like them, get to know them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I could see that. I could see where that could potentially be. You know, but for me, it's like it's you know, chatting with people online is always easy. Chatting <laughs> with people in person is more of yeah. a challenge because now you know you're face to face with somebody out in public. You have to. You have to be able to, you know, hold a conversation, or you you can't just disconnect and and you know. Yeah. I wish people.
1: Off. I wish people practiced conversation. You know, just like I wish people accepted when people do it wrong and didn't attack them for it, but kind of just went, "Oh, honey," you know I mean? right? <laughs> like, there's so much. You used the wrong word. It isn't a word. You know, and it, I I just wish people would give other people the time and space because we all communicate a little differently and mm-hmm. i think really just giving people time and space to make the mistake and not jumping on them i think people make mistakes right. because they know they're going to be jumped on you
0: know oh absolutely so to me like you know there are i think that there, there, there are going to eventually be practical applications for mm-hmm. it um but Right now it's more novelty based, more luxury based, right. and it's the quality of it. Isn't necessarily that great. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, I could see, I could definitely see some potential benefits where, you know, where I, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know,
1: Dr. Students are using them so they can actually operate before yep. they operate. That's yep cool right that kind of stuff is that
0: that that kind of stuff is awesome like that's that's a that's a great practical application yeah you know and on top of that you know there has been you know there has been in a way doctors that are starting to use that in order to surgically operate on people wow um it's a little well pardon the term dicey yet Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but uh you know i I think i think that at some point you'll actually be able to have um robotic you know robotic operating tables and doctors be able to have uh the ability to operate on patients remotely i hope so based on the based on based on their location instead of you know you know the potential of having to bring the patient to the doctor. Right. Uh, it's you know and especially because then you now have access to a world of healthcare rather than a country of healthcare. Right. You know because if if you can have access, you know, if you can have a doctor who's in another country do the surgery. Uh-huh. Um because they happen to be an expert on that, that particular surgery, you know, that's fantastic. Or you know there 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 are certainly uh there's certainly a world of opportunity out there in okay. order to make that work. I think that it's just, the technology's not quite there yet.
1: Uh-uh. Yeah. But that's cool. Cause we were talking about video games where the technology wasn't there yet. And now we'll get what's going on. So, Oh yeah. And, and I just, I just saw moves. that on TV. It was like a, a one minute commercial on TV. And I was like, that's interesting. I want to ask Jeffrey about that. Cause there was clouds in the sky, but it looked like you were in Robert, um, uh, roger rabbit you know what yeah. i mean it just oh yeah. it just didn't look real the guy was jumping around instead of walking when the girl was walking she was in her chair so it looked like she was like it just it, real awkward angles and stuff you know
0: oh yeah no there's actually a really funny it's a russian commercial about you know a vr set in a mall and so like you see these guys they're out there shooting all these bad guys you know uh, in the video game but what you see them doing is is like like one guy he's like holding on to these two rifles he's trying to get to he's trying to like wrestle these (laughs) rifles but from the vr set, he's sitting here looking like he's doing this (laughs) And one guy he's like he's like shooting like little blow dart arrows but he's like sitting there like looking like (laughs) this and oh god it was so funny
1: yeah unless everyone's on him you just sound you just look ridiculous right
0: yep and so that's and so that's the funny thing about it is is that you know there's there's certainly a comical uh piece to this all hell yeah but with uh with vr i one of the things that i i think is going to be really impressive about vr eventually is our ability to see things that we you know might not be able to go see like going to petra for example and seeing the stonework in petra that would be cool Um,
1: especially for me you know
0: you know going you know looking at places and then deciding if you want to go see them in real life Mm. you know not just like these beautiful images of it but actual like walk through petra and be like holy cow but also too like some of so like for example um when you know with the with the uh the notre dame cathedral burning down they actually went back to ubisoft and ea because ubisoft and ea mapped out the entire cathedral through images and graphics so that way they could actually pull these things in the in the work of modeling rebuilding this cathedral so you now have this potential to preserve right historical artifacts in a way that you've never been able to before that's so cool i and and so for me that's you know that's one of those things like what what is really cool but also really terrifying is is that it's not just neat things that you could preserve but you could also preserve history what atrocities look like
1: oh yeah damn i didn't think of that
0: and and that way you run into this issue, you'll you'll run into the issue of, you know, how do you show this kind of stuff to you just
1: made me want to throw up in my mouth VRing the one six? Ugh, I would hate to be like stuck in the middle of that. That's my nightmare. Like but, I can't imagine putting on a headset and being one of the fucking people pushing into the Capitol.
0: But then Ugh. the question but then the the question would then become, you know, do you have the ability to deny what happened if you now have it? recorded in perpetuity
1: oh sure it was edited it was falsified it was the moon landing
0: you're always you know that's (laughs) i i like i love people who can deny reality in a way because like i would love i would love to figure out how i can you know you know completely check out of what actually happened
1: (laughs) i love those people too because they instantly tell me i don't have to pay attention to them
0: (laughs) right it's like okay cool you know Right. I'll just, and, I'm just going to do my own thing.
1: That was an awesome segue. I was working on the virtual reality. I have some virtual reality liars for you. What, about, what do you think about Alex Jones? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny to me because when I first started listening to podcasts, he was there. And I was like, well, he's there. I'll listen to it. And it just, I never took it seriously. Like he was saying things like Obama was going to institute martial law back, you know, back when obama was president and i was like what are you talk there's guards around the grand canyon what are you talking about so for me alex jones to have to come to terms with Han- sandy hook is just he's on
0: the sandy hook <laughs> like you know one of the things that we've talked about multiple times yeah you have the freedom to say whatever the hell you want yeah you just have to pay for the consequences of saying whatever the hell you want freedom freedom wait speech is free lies will cost you and that's and that's the reality is is that you know you don't get to lie you don't get to just say whatever the fuck you feel like
1: and you're not donald trump like people took it from donald but they're not taking it from others you know
0: (laughs) so this is where it just gets absolutely wild is you know i don't know what to tell people other than it's like
1: go watch the footage of the court case that's what i would say yeah. go go see what he said in his own words with his own face you know what i mean and
0: on top of that his lawyer was so bad you know, <laughs> that he literally turned over his entire cell phone to the opposing attorney and like this guy either this guy either knew what he was doing yeah. and you know turned this over on purpose to get out from under this client Right. Or he is such a fucking moron that now you know you've got the one six committee going, Oh hey. Yeah. That's now public record. Because I thought that
1: this made me think about this is that Democrats they can say, Guess what? We need lawyers, come over here and fight for what you want to fight for. But the Republican side, the MAGA side the mag, the MAG, and not Republican, the MAG side has to say, hey, lawyers, come work for us, do what you want, but you also have to believe this. And it limit, limits the amount of good lawyers you can get. you know. And so when you're recruiting 100,000 lawyers, you're not going to get the most qualified. And I think Alex Jones and, and Donald Trump, is, are, they're realizing you're not getting quality legal representation. Oh, hell no. Putting that price on admission, you know? <laughs> you know like i would take jamie raskin over fucking any of the fucking trump attorneys i've ever seen defend him you know
0: right and and what he just did was absolutely spectacular like this is a fuck up of epic proportion
1: sending that over to the yeah to
0: the defense i am i am, <laughs> I am astounded like it is amazing how yeah. bad he, this dude just fucked up
1: yeah uh yeah he the alex jones said well that's good that he did that you know like that shows and they were like and the lawyer was like no it shows you perjured yourself and he was like well i didn't remember (laughs) it's like he couldn't get out of it you
0: know what i mean that's the funny thing about people who get caught in a lie is like suddenly they don't remember right even though it's like look you've flat out this is what you have testified on testified on testified on yeah And now you don't get to, uh, you don't get to, uh, you don't get to say that, you know, it was, uh.
1: So there's a, there he's, he's, he was awarded what 40 something million dollars. And then, but there's a, there's a base, there's a base in that state that you can only get 1.75 per person per complainant. And so it's gonna, it's gonna be much less but then there's other States that want to take him to court too, that don't have that. Could he ban- yeah. could he eventually be bankrupt to where he's not able to do this anymore?
0: Um, I mean the, the thing about, the thing about having an internet connection is, is that you can Alex Jones will never stop being Alex Jones. It's just, he might not be able to be Alex Jones on the same scale, right? Because you know, with this court case, people are going to be a lot less willing to spend money on him you know people are going to have to pay directly to subscribe to him if they want to hear him you know if he wants to make any money off of what he's saying you know whereas you know right now he's got different sponsorships and all that other crazy shit.
1: yeah silver, pure silver, whatever <laughs> drink the right. silver water and it'll stave off the apocalypse. <laughs> like so, I, I just saw him as a joke. I just like, listen, I listened to the show and laughed the whole time. I never thought he was serious.
0: Well, the problem is, is that whether or not he's serious, doesn't matter. People took him serious.
1: That's right. But I thought he was like a, a Steven Covert that wasn't funny. You know what I mean?
0: I, that's what I thought initially too. And then it turns out he's actually just that batshit crazy
1: yeah right well it doesn't um, it doesn't it doesn't take crazy or stupid to just go the opposite to everything you know what i yeah. mean it's easy to oppose the story with a factual story that you made up <laughs> like,
0: yeah and and so with the with the whole alex jones thing one of the yeah. things that now it especially now this is where I'm i'm going to say this like this will create a precedent around the country from how texas tries this because texas is one of the more conservative states in, in in the country they just held cpac yeah i would say and so. <laughs> and if and if this verdict holds up like through appeals uh-huh. it sets an it sets a pretty impressive burden precedent. Yeah. and precedent on what you are allowed to say and not allowed to say because you know when yes. you have a conservative state rule like this, what that does is that creates the base for lawsuits that can come in the future. Whether you try it in Georgia, Alabama, Florida, New York, California, Washington, Montana, it doesn't right. matter. You now have a base level precedent case for conspiracy theorists who just spout bullshit. Agreed but i don't like that but no here's the thing though is is that the reason and this is where this is where you have to keep in mind why this sets up the precedent the reason that this one will be successful <clears throat> is because there is proof of actual harm right it doesn't set the standard for well you said something i don't like
1: right he earned money off of the lie that harmed people
0: and his words directly harmed, uh, directly caused people to mail in death threats, call in death threats, things like that. Yeah. So, and as you know, it, it it will, it doesn't affect how it won't affect what people can say online, but it affects the way in which people are going to think about what they say online
1: good well i yeah okay fair enough simply
0: because you know simply because you know one of the you know one of the biggest issues you know that we talk about when it comes to freedom of speech is the government cannot censor
1: you no however everyone else can
0: (laughs) however what the government has said can be you know can be taken seriously are you know calls to violence that has always been determined to be not a part of free speech. Right now, Alex Jones has never called anybody directly to go do this stuff, but you see a direct correlation with what he says and the things that happen because this whole Sandy Hook, you know, idea of the Sandy Hook false flag was bullshit to begin with. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, one of the greatest, one of the greatest lies of, you know, I would say, you know, people that think that there's some world order that's going to come take all of our firearms is that there's this idea that there's, you know, a bunch of false flags created by the government in order to get a reason. Right. And all I can say is, is that if the government is managing to create these false flag shooters yeah it's the best kept secret that the government has ever fucking had it's because a, they can't keep whatever. a fucking secret for shit.
1: It's another fantasy if you don't have a fact
0: behind exactly. It, you know it's like it's like area fifty one being where they house all the aliens. I want you to keep in mind that Donald Trump was president, and we have no proof that there are aliens. That dude couldn't keep anything fucking secret, but he invented the
1: space force now I you know, I, whatever i I'm i i had to watch the the sandy hook documentary because i was making historical podcasts at the time and i was like what is this and it made me sick it it, like i didn't know anything about sandy hook but i knew it was bullshit and it literally made me sick that i watched 45 minutes of it to get there you know what i mean and i felt really and i never listened to alex jones after that you know, what I couldn't help but think that if you're going to give a standing ovation to Viktor Orban, you might just be a useful idiot. What do you think?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. No question.
1: That's so funny. We can move past that. That's gross. Um, 4,500 Kavanaugh tips came in to the FBI before his confirmation, and they went to the White House and were never investigated. Do you have an opinion
0: on that? Well, it doesn't surprise me right i but mean the,
1: they call it a reinvestigation and in a reinvestigation of the executive branch that all tips go to the executive branch and so it really needs to be a change in white house policy it isn't something that anybody took advantage of
0: right and and also to remember tips aren't always tips just be you know right
1: Forty five hundred tips come on the guy goes home gets drunk and sits in his black socks sweating in his leather chair
0: you know what i mean like that's always you know one of the things that you have to keep in mind is is that conspiracy theorists aren't just you know bound to the right there's plenty on the left as well oh sure
1: it's just the left believe uh believe more in scientific hoaxes than political
0: hoaxes right and so one of the things you have to keep in mind is, is that, you know, there is also the possibility that there's a very valid reason that some of these tips weren't ever investigated. And that's right. because they were just crazy <laughs> they were, bullshit. They were just and
1: crazy bullshit. I've,
0: I've, I I worked in law and I have gotten phone calls where uh-huh. legitimately you sit there and you go, I yeah. wow. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, that's not how any of this works. Like, you know, there was one time I got a call. It was like about, you know, how the government was spraying this person's house with nanotechnology (laughs) because she uncovered this huge FBI scandal back in the sixties and they've been trying to use mind control through these nano nanobites and the chemicals that come with them that caused her cancer. And it's like. (sighs)
1: Some point you got to face your fear, you know? If you believe that something's going to kill you, stand up and wait for it to kill you. So Joe Biden killed a terrorist. How about that shit?
0: Well, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty impressed with that. That's um, right
1: under my China throws a temper tantrum. So,
0: I mean, let's be real honest. You know, we're, <laughs> we're 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 going to constantly be looking for you know leaders of the Islamic State and Al Qaeda. Yeah, but like we did it. F-
1: we did it from with over the horizon technologies, we didn't need boots on the ground. I think that's awesome. And it proves that we can still get Intel from Afghanistan without spending trillions of dollars to do it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, strategically target more terrorists. And, and, and this goes back to that, like even the whole issue of like, when we got bin Laden in Pakistan, Yeah, you know, the Taliban had said that, you know, if there were terrorists that were under their nose, that they were going to be, you know, at Turned least. Over turned over well we won't get
1: sanction to him we'll turn him away
0: but this dude is literally in fucking cobble so you know yeah. yeah 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 it's it's one of those things you're you're either incompetent or you're aiding take your pick
1: but i also think this was like a past terrorist like i don't know if we're necessarily targeting and going after terrorists that are in the region doing their terroristic things this guy was a major terrorist of no, he he, was, he, he was
0: is really old he's well he's he's the he was the leader of al-qaeda after bin Laden.
1: well he, so, he was the spiritual leader he was bin laden's doctor Do, uh bin laden was the funder but the philosophy all came from i i <laughs> what i and well i can't remember his name al-shahiri
0: yeah so yeah. so yeah so this guy was a major thought leader he yeah you know for the organization and now he's not dead. so now he's dead pile of blood so do you think they could have just
1: knocked on the door and said hey we got you come with us no he would have blown himself up and everything around him yep yeah okay but they he was alone no he wasn't oh well I, they bombed the house and he's dead but no other civilians nobody else was hurt. they
0: used they used a modified hellfire missile uh-huh that doesn't explode it literally puts out a bunch of knives and it sliced the shit out of him.
1: that's fucking badass I love you America I love being American keep doing that shit (laughs) so
0: literally he was the only he was the only casualty in this mission and and so I'm actually really impressed with what what they did you know using this modified hellfire missile in order to do this
1: I love that and Joe Biden did that with covid he didn't do it from Walter Reed (laughs) <laughs> yep i just want everybody to realize that joe biden had covid twice killed a terrorist and never went to the hospital but Donald he had Trump, covid
0: got packs of it had the rebound covid killed Brian. a terrorist <laughs> and still has the lowest rating of any president in the united states
1: i think it'll turn around unless this story goes nowhere so uh britney Greiner gets nine and a half years doesn't surprise me doesn't surprise you at all oh man it hurt <sighs> me
0: it hurt and me. It's it's a it really is a bummer. But what is absolutely crazy to me is the number of conservatives out there going, "Well, you shouldn't have brought drugs into Russia." I'm going, <laughs> fuck you! She's an American." Well, it's number one. You know, obviously, if you're bringing, if you are le- knowingly and legitimately bringing drugs into another country that you know has strict drug laws, that's just dumb on your part.
1: Like the guy that brought but a number, half pound in, not Wheelan, but the other guy.
0: Yeah, but. On the other hand like you know this is really you know convenient for russia to find a couple of cartridges
1: Uh uh-huh
0: like i don't have a whole lot of faith that the russians planted something that they already had and without any type of video evidence to show you know right how they how you know to show you know yeah you've never
1: you've never accepted the poison apple of that story have you no
0: no i i personally don't think you know i think that it was a very convenient find at a very convenient time right before the invasion of the ukraine of ukraine yeah so i personally i there's there's plenty of people out there that are happy believing you know russia's every word and i just don't right and she was was
1: a star in russia too by the way
0: she was not an unknown and and she played there for seven years
1: right yeah
0: so it wasn't her first time going there and oops i fucked up Mm -mm. you know which is why i'm like i don't know that i believe this i don't know that i believe that they just happened to find two cartridges in her fucking luggage i don't believe that and
1: most people are like so what if they did? no that's the point like people want to dismiss the entire point of the argument, just so they can debate it. If she never had it, then that's the thing.
0: And that's and then and that's the real issue is is that. But
1: she admitted to it. She admitted to packing it.
0: So uh, does that make it a moot point,
1: even if she was forced to do it?
0: So you're asking me if a coerced statement is legitimate? When Having you're sitting, worked in defense,
1: when you're sitting in a in an iron bar cell in the middle of a courtroom saying that, is it believable?
0: nope i don't believe it i believe
1: i yeah i'm with you on that trust me i'm not arguing with you
0: i you know i have dealt with plenty of coerced statements i don't know that i believe it i like you said for me there's always going to be the issue of you know did they actually find those cartridges in there or were they planted right And, and
1: would this have happened if donald trump was president
0: uh would she have gone through the whole justice system absolutely
1: would she have been arrested and all of that yep. if the war in ukraine and okay
0: if she actually had cartridges yep okay yep she would have that's cool Fair i enough. mean the cartridges you know the russia's drug laws are insanely strict right but they're and, their
1: laws and their sovereign ability to enforce them
0: yep and 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 that's one of the things about it's like people who can get, get caught bringing drugs into another country it's like Yeah, dude, like your, your number one rule is, is that if it's legal in that country, just buy it there. Don't fucking take it with you.
1: That's right. And in Jamaica, it isn't legal, no matter how much you want to think it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, so jobs, 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 Jeffrey, 550,000 new jobs causing even Democrats to be like, oh, now we can't pick on Biden for in for recession. It's still inflation. It's still a fucking inflation, and we got to get those job numbers tamped down. And these people are making more—five point one more percent than before Mm. the pandemic. And this is all causing inflation, and it's bad. People shouldn't have jobs and more money. It might Mm. cause a recession or inflation. I'm too. I'm confused.
0: Well, (laughs) you've got multiple drivers of inflation. Number one, of course, you do life. Number one, fuel, <laughs> like the price of oil has just fucking eaten our lunch.
1: Right, but it's it now gas is 3.37 here.
0: It's starting to drop down. Um yeah, let's see here. On Friday, it, it closed below $90 a barrel for the yeah. US. Um so it's kind of coming down, but there's a lot of fears that number one um China's moved into a recession because of their issues, right. uh, more COVID lockdowns. You have, uh, you know, Americans are not traveling as much. They're not, you know, they're not buying as many durable goods. That's good. We, asked, they bought we asked. We
1: asked them to commit when the war in Ukraine started to using less gas. They're doing it great. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, our inventories ended up rising by like four point two uh, billion barrels or something like that. And so that brought down house.
1: We're pumping it out here. We're we're new and, leases. We're drilling. We're doing it. We're getting it.
0: And uh, the Saudi, you know, OPEC has has uh, increased production a little bit. Hundred thousand so, barrels a day. That's so, not so. It's not nothing. It's not great, but at the same time, it's. <laughs> I know it's not. We're like, not. We're not going down to like the twenty dollars a barrel, eighteen dollars a barrel that we saw when everything shut down. We could go but, to
1: negative if if we just took the sanctions off Russia and let the. Like, the real, thing
0: realistically if 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 russia iran and venezuela decided to not be dickheads and we o- opened up those oil markets yeah. pff, that's what i'm be, saying gas would be like fucking forty dollars a barrel right it, maybe even less
1: there was a point where it was zero because the market was so flooded with oil right before the pandemic
0: yep so so eventually that's going to hopefully you know recess a bit get back down towards something that's more normal (laughs) like maybe you know i'd say 65 70 a barrel but there's 1.8 jobs
1: for every person in america does that tell you that maybe we could let some immigrants in but that republicans were right in the fact that we should restrict them and let them in based on our needs not theirs sorry i hate this question because it goes against everything i believe
0: all right so there are (laughs) 1.8 job openings for every person who is jobless right okay that's that's the key number there so there you know there's been like seven seven million people without work and there's like 12 million job openings right so it's yeah there's about 1.8 about yeah about 1.8 Jobs per jobless person. Right. So that's number one. That's a big clarification there. That's a big clarification. Because I mean, if if literally there was twice the jobs as there were people, then we've got a big fucking problem.
1: That means I'm not getting my disability if there's two jobs waiting for me. No, they're like
0: they're like what that they're looking at you going what fuck what that mouth do put that thing to work.
1: Yeah, start digging a ditch, motherfucker. Twelve bucks an hour, 25 bucks an hour, right?
0: They're like, fuck it, I don't (laughs) care if you can't see your ass a person hole in the ground. You fucking here you go. Right. Uh no, uh so 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 it's 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 that. But now that doesn't talk about what the scale, you know, what the what the qualifications for those jobs are. Right. It's not, you know, that 1.8 Jobs. It could be that you know of those 12 million jobs, 10 million of them require highly skilled, specialized right. trade work, or a specialized uh, mm-hmm. knowledge work, or food service. Yeah. No, no, or no hospitality,
1: I, so, it, or so, industry, or food production. <laughs>
0: it yeah. doesn't it doesn't specify what those jobs are right so but it, it for ranges all we, in
1: experience and intelligence it get.
0: ranges it ranges in experience and it ranges in knowledge and so legitimately you you know of those 12 million jobs 10 of them could be in the tech industry right you know and and so that leaves 2 million jobs open for 7 million people who are potentially unskilled right you know and that's uh and 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 so there's kind of like one of the things that we have to keep in mind when it comes to unemployment is, is that there's actually what we call an unemployment sweet spot. Uh, it's, you know, people go, well, it should be zero. It'd be nice It would be if it were zero, but no, the, that's actually not, that's rarely ever feasible or possible. The sweet spot we typically look at for what the, what is unemployment is usually around three to three and a half percent it's where we, and we are now and we just hit it 50 year low so but the thing about having all the jobs open is is that you know in in the work to restructure what it is that we're doing in this country we have oh. a lot of jobs are open now i think that when it comes to immigration and the jobs market Without a detailed breakdown of what is required for all of these different jobs, it's hard to say if, you know, allowing you know your stand, your standard immigrant across the border is going to fix some of these problems. I, I will say that it probably will fix a few of them. Like, but it's not we going still to, have...
1: It's not going to break them.
0: No, we still have, we still have needs in the agricultural sector that aren't being met. We still have needs in the, the shipping and transportation sector that aren't being met. Right. So the idea that we're not done is, you know, the idea that we can have stuff to do is just a little, uh, we got more that needs to be done.
1: That South Park saying they're coming, they took our jobs. That's not a reality anymore, is it? So. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh oh. Okay. Well, I think I think there's there's two million immigrants on the border. Uh, that the argument that they're taking our jobs is over. And so now we have to move on to some different rhetoric when it comes to immigrants. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They're not they're not at all gonna be getting jobs. A lot of them are gonna be a burden on the system for a few years. But then they'll start becoming productive members of, of a society, consumer society. And they're going to start buying things and building things and earning things and paying taxes. But that's what happens. That's what happens.
0: Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, when you look at our, when you look at our shipping infrastructure and how, you know, we still have cargo ships that are backed up that need to be, that need to be uh-huh. offloaded. Yeah. You know, we still have plenty of stuff to do.
1: Mm-hmm. We definitely do, and we got to get to it, and we got to bring every kind of person in to do it. I like that. So let's see, let's see. We did the Kavanaugh thing. Orban, I love that. Jobs. So I don't know. I don't think. I, I don't think Biden's doing such a bad job. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that uh, Republicans are working with him more. China. So I saw this movie Sentinel on Hulu. And it was so interesting because it was Rome's fall of Rome, Rome's fall in Britannia, mm-hmm. and I had learned it educationally the other way that it, that uh, Rome lost, right? They had to move down their southern to the southern part, and this movie was from a Rome soldier's perspective, like he's the hero but you know, well, I don't know if people know the history of it, so you might expect him to win the whole time, but I knew that they were losing that battle in Germania, in Britannia, so to me to watch it from their perspective, Roman soldiers' perspective of, like, the collapse of Roman, um, Roman, what is that, occupation, that there were soldiers running away and being hunted, you know, and it was like, interesting to me it was a really interesting take on a movie that i don't think most people would get
0: you know the the roman empire was always a really fascinating subject of you know how military conquest can only last you so long right and without you know if you don't provide benefit to all of the citizens of an area other and only provide conquering you eventually run out of favor with with a particular government
1: was rome like an autocracy were they more mm. like communism
0: no they weren't communist by any stretch of the imagination but they were they were authoritarian they were like anybody else it was we do this in rome's way in rome's way only mm. but you know that only goes so far unless you can provide enough benefits to enough of the population at any given time
1: right i don't know check out the movie if you guys like it it's on hulu so jazz Jazz at 2000 on Twitter wanted to know, can you respect someone you have no respect for?
0: Ooh. <laughs> um, depends on the scenario, I think. Yeah.
1: If you give um, me a week locked in, isolated with somebody I don't respect, no, there's no way. But if you give me five minutes, I can pretend.
0: I think it just, I think it honestly depends on what you have to, what you have going on, um, in that mm. particular relationship, There you, go. you know, as I, as I like to look at, you know, you have allies and you have working partners. There are people that I have worked with that I have zero respect for, but because <laughs> I have to work with them, I don't have a choice. Right. And so you, you have to do things diplomatically in order to number one, get your job done. And number two, you know, make sure that you don't get fired from your job because you're being an overt dick. you know and that's one of the big things that people have you know kind of been really bad at is yeah you might not like somebody you might have zero respect for them but if you both have a part to do in the same job Mm -hmm. if you don't work cordially with each other and at least keep it as a professional working relationship right you know you're going to lose your job and that person that you have no respect for is going to keep theirs yeah so you have to figure out how to work uh, within the system. Um, like I say,
1: gray rock. I say gray rock them as best you can.
0: You be cordial, have a working yep. relationship, and that's, that's all the can. other
1: thing. Is that people think because they don't like somebody that somebody has to know and understand it. That losing the respect, that's the penalty like everything after that is just nothing i don't you're nothing to me now so it's not that if you fall on the floor i'm not going to help you up you know what i mean i might go oh no but that's about us because i don't respect you (laughs) so you don't you don't have to tell people you don't like that you don't like them it's okay (laughs) the penalty is enough
0: and but here's the thing though is is that there's a difference between not liking somebody and overtly doing things that will get people to not like you right so like like you said that person that fell down oh no other people might not like that person but they that there are going to be people that see your callousness and they're going to pass judgment on you they're going to be like "Oh, well is this person going to help me up if i fall down right no and they might not have any problem with you whatsoever they will now and so, so See? now you've created doubt about yourself.
1: Mm. Every move is a move. How about it, that? It, <laughs>
0: even, even when you, de- even when you decide on making no decision, there's a decision that's made, right. you know, and that's, and that's, that's always the problem is, is that, oh. you know, it, that's one of my favorite stories is, is that the place where I got hired on that before I got hired on there? Um, I worked in another town. And on my lunches, I'd go to Subway there and there were these two old guys that would, you know, they, you know, if they saw you enough times, they'd start giving you guff. Mm. So every time I'd come in and, you know, you'd start with the working hard or hardly working you know and so it's you know i'd give them a little guff i'm like well i can i always see you guys in here before i you know before i come in for lunch and you're here after i leave so i think you guys are the ones probably doing any work and you know give each other a little guff back and forth right now i had no relationship with these guys i didn't know who they were they were just friendly old guys i've dealt with their type plenty of times growing up as a kid so after two years of working in this place you know i get my new job and i go to move on i say well guys you know it's been it's been great getting to know you uh however this is it for me i'm moving on to different pastures I'm like oh well that's a bummer that we're not going to see you around well where are you going I said, well i got a job here and one guy goes was the person that hired you named m and i said yeah actually it was m and he goes i'm going to tell her to give you a pink slip your first day at work nice the person the person that hired me was his wife (laughs) that's great but you know the thing is is that if you don't if you don't act like an upstanding person you never know what opportunity you might miss simply because you were a douchebag Mm. or because you decided to not be kind like it could have gone it could have been you know i could have been an absolute hostile mess towards these old guys and had that gotten back to his his wife yeah there's a chance that i could have lost my job
1: before i even had it isn't that the premise of every comedy movie or sitcom (laughs) (laughs) you got to be nice to people or it'll screw you in the end
0: there's a certain there's a certain level that you know you should always have and that's why i say you know you either have people who are you know allies or you have working partners that's just it this is that i might not like you but we'll get our job done and that's all there is to it and it's it's only when it becomes impossible to get that job done that you know it's got to be taken to another level
1: somebody else will see that you know who i miss Mm. miss amy winehouse
0: i never really listened to amy winehouse
1: i just miss her she she was she had great legs by the way but yeah i i asked apple to just randomly play a song and it was amy winehouse me and yeah. mr jones and i was like shit i forgot about her i really like her yeah, nice so yeah there you go uh my final thought was i had to look it up today actually you know the earth spins at 1000 miles an hour and it yep. goes in its orbit at 67000 miles an hour so I just want everybody to know that even if you're sitting still, you're still flying, baby. You know what I mean?
0: Always going fast.
1: Come back for another episode of Public Access America next Sunday, maybe. How about that? There Thanks for being here, Jeffrey. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do as soon as you get off air?
0: Uh, eat. I got a couple of chores that I need to get done, oh. and then um, uh, keep working on my Xbox. I think I can get it, get it all finished being set up i love it
1: i want that for you i want that day for you so go enjoy it (laughs) already bye
0: to those who would tear the world down we will defeat you this is our moment
1: this is our time
0: to those who seek peace and security we support you yes we can and to all those who have wondered if america's beacon still burns as bright tonight we prove It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody. It's gonna hit as hard as life. Yes, not not we you can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be dirt by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things, are bad. Tell you things, things, things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's about. a depression. In a this lifetime, you don't have to depression. prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done.
1: Welcome, welcome to public access America. America.
0: Yes,
1: we can. Sunday live streams streams on YouTube.
0: I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad.
1: On Twitter.
0: Twitter. And
1: Apple Podcasts. Podcasts, Stitcher Stitcher, Smart smart Radio. radio, radio, Public. And and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in in the making. Making making. Making history in the making.